Welcome to the Small Baller Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who doesn't quite appreciate the fine establishment that is Canes and their amazing chicken fingers. Brand Siegel, how you doing? Doing quite well. Uh, let me let me break it down to everyone listening to the podcast today. I know there's a lot of people that love Canes. Uh, Canes is trash. We're just gonna be honest here on this podcast. Canes is trash. Uh, their chicken's not bad. I'll give it to you. Their chicken's not bad. Their sauce is just mayonnaise. Okay? Uh, you guys like mayonnaise. The stuff that you pour into cups is mayonnaise. Let me break it down for you. Go to Chick-fil-A, and there's a thing called Chick-fil-A sauce. I want you to try one of them. Okay? And you tell me that that doesn't blow cane sauce out of the water. It does not. Okay? Their bread... It does. It's way better. Their their bread is strictly average. Their oh. fries are strictly average. It's honestly just an average place at best. Oh, man. Uh, but, you know, we could go... Into a lot, our, lot of upset people uh, listening right rankings. now. N- no one's upset. It's just, the pitchforks are coming for you, um, Brandon. No, nah, nah, no, no one's gone for me. Everyone knows it's true. Uh, but a man who does not have the same opinion uh, as I do in that sense is, of course, Ben O'Brien. And it is actually Ben O'Brien's birthday today. So happy birthday, Ben. Happy birthday. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. I appreciate it. There's nowhere I would rather be on my 24th birthday than spending time with Trevor Reddick. It's it's like, it's a joy to me to be in the presence of yeah, Trevor. Yeah, and, and, I mean, and other people, that, you know, you're spending time with other people. I don't think I mean, else. Here on this podcast. I think just me. Well, I mean, I, I was talking about people that make me happy. I, would, I wouldn't call you somebody that makes right, me happy. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I understand. I mean, well, I thought you were talking about people that make you upset because, you know, you like the clash and the, and that's why you mentioned Trevor. I, I couldn't imagine you'd be talking about me in that, you know, not in a highlight. But, you know, no. that's that's a, a conversation for another day. So happy birthday, Thank Ben. You. I hope you enjoy your 34th birthday. <laughs> um, it's nice to be with you on yeah. your birthday. Uh, but we, we have a very exciting episode today because next week, Trevor, next Thursday, we have uh, the first game of the NFL, which is Bucks and Cowboys. Cowboys. Uh, that'll be a good game. I, I like both those teams. They will be a fun game. I know most people don't like the Cowboys. Ben, you hate the Cowboys. Um, but it'll be a fun game. It's a great game to kick off the season. Um, and today we're going to go over our NFL preview. We're going to go through both divisions, talk at least a little bit about every team, or at least we'll try to. Some teams are pretty boring um, and won't be good. Uh, but we're at least going to try to talk about every team in some capacity today. Um, and I think we'll just we'll start it off. We'll just start off right away here. Uh, no small talk. Uh, or anything else in, in today's episode. Simply just going to talk about the NFL, uh, which I am incredibly, incredibly excited about. Ravens football will be back. Uh, that is where I thrive most in life is when the Baltimore Ravens are playing. Um, so let's start off with the AFC North. Uh, fill with the Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, and Jets. Uh, so Trevor, let's, I mean, let's start this off with whatever team you so desire to talk about first. I mean, it could even be your your ex favorite team. <laughs> it, it's not it's not ex. It is my favorite team. Um, yeah, I'll start with the New England Patriots. Why not? You know, because I think that truly is America's team, not the Cowboys. I think it's truly the Patriots. But anyway, it's not. Uh, with it the is. Patriots, I agree with you, Trevor. <laughs> it should be America's team. You guys were both Patriots fans at a point in time. You don't have an opinion. I'm on I'm a Patriots fan. I've never once been a Patriots, Patriots fan? fan in my life. Don't even say that. So you don't, right now, Ben, in your room, you don't have a big poster of Tom Brady in a Patriots jersey and didn't root for him when he was on the I've Patriots. Ne- no, I do not. I've never owned a poster of Tom Brady in a Patriots jersey uniform in my life. A fathead, my bad, my bad, fathead. Do I have that in my room right now? No. Have I had that in my room recently? Yeah. Recently, by in like, <laughs> you mean like four years ago? Yeah. Anymore? No. Look, as a non-biased fan who has no connection to the Patriots because you guys like Tom Brady and no connection to the Cowboys, America's team is the Cowboys. That is just the truth. That's the truth. It shouldn't be. 
But um, <laughs> anyway, moving on with the Patriots, um, I think this is going to be a very interesting year. Obviously, coming off of you know them having to lose Tom Brady and him winning the Super Bowl, you know how they bounce back. It's going to be very interesting to see. Obviously, you know Belichick and company. They obviously added a lot of weapons now. It's definitely a big question of how successful those weapons are going to be. Obviously, you know, you have John o. Smith and you have Nelson Aguilar and, you know, they have, they have many other guys that they have added as well. Um, obviously, on the defense, um, you know, they got uh, Matthew Judon, a uh, former Raven, who I am already um, a pretty big, big fan of. Um, I expect some big things from him this year for the Patriots. And, you know, obviously we had this whole Cam and uh, Mac Jones decision, which Cam, uh, Mac Jones will be the starter. Cam Newton has been released, obviously, as, you know, you, as everyone who is listening, has seen, unless you are uh, living on a different planet. Um, you, you know that Mac Jones is now the starter. And that's, I think, the correct decision. Um, obviously, unfortunate that Cam was released because I think he could have been a big backup or a, a good backup for us, obviously, for sure. You know, so much talent could have uh, been very interesting. But I do like that Max is starter. It's kind of like a fresh start, obviously, a new era for the New England Patriots. And, you know, outside of Mac, the player that I'm really looking forward to most is Damian Harris. I am a huge Damian Harris fan. I think he honestly could end up being one of the best Patriots running backs in the last 20 years. I mean, that's not saying a ton. The Patriots haven't had a ton of great running backs. Uh, but I think in the last 20 years or so, um, but I think Damian Harris could be one of the best, uh, maybe the best since Corey Dillon back on uh, the first, um, uh, the three of four Super Bowl runs um, that they had. So I think that's going to be really interesting as far as where I see them overall. I think they're probably going to land right in that like uh, nine to 11 win range. I think this might be a little higher than where Brandon sees them, but I think a team that's coming off of a seven to nine uh, you know, season, I think they could definitely go like 10 and seven. That's about where I see them. I think the defense being healthier, uh, we don't know about Stefan Gilmore, obviously, but we don't know exactly when he's coming back. But I do think the defense is going to improve. And I think the offense is going to improve with Mac, with the running game. So I think this team's interesting, um, but I'm not as high on some of the additions um, that they made on the offense. They definitely spent a lot of money on two tight ends. And that's one of the things I'm, I'm not as high on with them. Yeah, and I, I think the uh, the Patriots are a big question mark. I'll, I'll let Ben, if he so desires, wants to go on into that in a second. But I actually want to talk about the Miami Dolphins, uh, another team headed by a Alabama quarterback, Tua Tugavailoa. Uh, we saw a lot of ups and downs from him last year. Ryan Fitzpatrick led that team um, to, what was it, 9, 10, 11 wins, 10 wins? I think it was... They have 10 yeah, wins, yeah. so they went 10-6 and six last year, which is really, really good. Um, really, really great, actually. Um, and they, they almost made a playoff spot if it wasn't for... You know, the Ravens, Browns, and Colts battling it out with 11 wins. Um, and I, I don't think the Dolphins are an awful, awful team. I definitely see a little bit of a setback this year. Tua, uh, I, I think he will be better than he was last year, but I don't think he's going to be at that leap that, you know, we fully expect. Um, I, I'm expecting about an eight-win season from the Dolphins. I, I don't see them being a playoff team, but I see them being on their way towards being a playoff team. I, I think some of the moves they've made over the past five or so years has been detrimental to their team, like getting rid of Fitzpatrick to the Steelers. Not what I would have done. I know he wasn't really happy there, um, but Minka Fitzpatrick's really, really good. Um, Xavier Howard, of course. So they, they've had a lot of great players there, and I, I think that they have the potential to be uh, a playoff team. I definitely don't see them winning a Super Bowl anytime soon unless Tua makes a really, really big jump. Uh, but before I kind of pass it over to Ben, 
I, I want to make one thing about the, the Patriots. I, I'm not quite as high on uh, the Patriots as you are, but I'm definitely not nearly as low as I think you think that I was. Um, I think the whole team depends on Mac Jones. If Mac Jones plays better than I think most people expect, the team can reach what you think, you know, 10, maybe even an 11-win season. They have a lot of talent on offense and defense. Stephon Gilmore will be out for quite a while, which hurts them an immense amount. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, so most likely I see them being an 8-9 win team, uh, potentially competing for a playoff spot, but probably not. Um, but a lot of that depends on how well Mac Jones can play. Uh, ben, I'll kind of pass it over to you to talk more about the AFC East. Yeah, so I want to talk about the Jets, mainly because I think it's hilarious they're going to be terrible because I don't really like the Jets. Not a fan. I don't really have a reason to hate them. They're just kind of annoying. Um, so, yeah, Zach Wilson, is he going to be good? Probably not. I have very strong opinions on him. I do not think he'll be that great. I think it's not going to help that he's on a team with pretty much nobody in an organization that really has never been that successful, at least not recently. Um, so I can see by, like, week seven, week eight, People are starting to lose interest in Zach Wilson. I don't know. I think he'll show flashes of, of good play, but I think his play style, the way he played in college, he can't rely on his athleticism nearly as much as he could in college because in the NFL, everyone on that field was probably one of, if not the most athletic person on their college team as well. Okay, so I think Zach Wilson's really going to struggle this year. Now, am I saying he's going to be cut after year one? No, I think he will be fine. Um, but I think the Jets are in for a very, very, very long year. I wouldn't be surprised if they only win maybe three games this year. They go 3-14. and 14. Super long year for the Jets. It doesn't help that they have three other teams. One's really good. The other two are pretty decent teams in their division. So um, they're going to have a tough schedule. But I just think it's funny. I think the Jets can be really, really bad. And honestly, I don't know when they're ever going to be good. I think they're going to be bad for a while because their organization is kind of in a mess right now. Yeah, the Jets uh, aren't, I'm not super, super high on the Jets. However, I am higher than you are, Ben. Zach Wilson's impressed. They have some first-round picks on the offensive line, recent first-round picks um, that I really, really like. Um, Makai Becton is an animal. I thought he was the best offensive lineman last year. Um, he proved to be one of the best, if not the best. Uh, there were a lot of good offensive linemen um, out of that draft. Um, the Browns have one of them. I know the Bucks have one of them. Um, so we'll have to see kind of how that pans out with all of them. I do love Beckton. I, I think the Jets will improve this year, but not by a lot. They're not competing for a playoff, um, at least for the next two to three years. Uh, Trevor, you want to finish up with the Bills? Yeah. So The best team in the division. They they are. They are the best team in the division, uh, as much as that— Might be the best team in the AFC. Who they knows? could be. Um, they could be. It's a little painful to say they're the best team in the AFC East after so many years of it being the Patriots, but that's the reality at this point. Um, the Bills coming off of a 13-win— uh, season last year where they fell to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Not the best showing in that game, um, but I do think that you know this team is obviously one of the contenders, and we'll talk about contenders later, but I think the Bills are one of them. They're very uh, intriguing for many different reasons, uh, number one being Josh Allen and the leap that he made last year. I expect him to be just as good, if not better. I think he can make a run at the MVP. He might win it. Um, obviously, you know, you got Stephon Diggs, uh, one of the best receivers in the NFL. That's going to be very interesting. Uh, their defense, I think in certain ways, uh, we, we saw some of the issues there when they went up against the Chiefs. Now it's the Chiefs, so it's like, don't beat yourself up too much about that, but definitely something to watch out for there um, if you're the Bills. Um, but I, yeah, I think they're going to be a really good team. I could totally see them having the best record in the NFL. I think that's a very um, possible scenario. They have a pretty easy schedule. I think they're, at least in this ESPN uh, article I was reading, I think they were top three. So I expect that to help the Bills a lot. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I think they're going to give the Chiefs a run for their money. Those are still probably the two best teams in the AFC. And uh, I definitely would like to see that matchup in a potential AFC championship again, uh, a rematch there, because I think that uh, it would be a closer matchup. And I think the Bills could could potentially win it. I, I don't know if I'd be betting on that, but I think uh, the Bills are going to be fun to watch this season. Yeah, I, I actually fully agree with you. I, I think the Bills probably will come out with the best record. I don't know if they're the necessarily the best team, but I do think that they'll come out with the best record in the league, um, or at least in the AFC. Uh, the Bills are a fabulous team. Josh Allen probably will be front runner for the MVP. A um, lot of talent on the team. As long as COVID doesn't stop them, as they have some issues with some players um, with you know getting COVID and stuff. Um, as long as COVID doesn't become an issue, this team's going to run through the season uh, very, very smoothly in terms of football play. Let's move on to the AFC North, uh, a division that two of us hold near and dear to our hearts. Um, and uh, a lot of good teams in this division. In fact, I really think all four teams have the quality to be a good team. Not saying I think the Bengals or Steelers are great football teams, but I think that they have the, the ability to be good. Um, ben, I'm going to let you start. I know you know that we got your Bengals in here, your favorite team. Uh, so on your birthday, I'll let you talk about your Bengals. Yeah, I mean, and I've already talked about them on this podcast, but I mean, it's going to be a long year. Are they going to be great? No, but I, I don't really, I think there's a lot of questions. Like I, again, I know people that think they'll win two games and I've heard people say they're going to make playoffs. I have no idea. And I'm not saying these are Cincinnati fans. I'm saying these are people on TV. Okay. So I have no idea. I don't know how good they're going to be. Jamar Chase has been terrible in preseason. He's been like, looked like the worst player on the team in preseason, but it's preseason. How much does that matter? Who knows? Joe Burrow's reportedly been awful in practice. How much does that matter? I don't know. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen. I will say best player on the Bengals team this year will be their kicker though. All right. I drafted him in our small baller league uh, fantasy draft with my, as my kicker, because nobody knows about him because he's like the 20th ranked kicker because he's a rookie. He will be a top seven kicker in the league by the end of the year. I promise you that. Um, he's amazing. And maybe the fact that I'm talking about their kicker means that they're going to be terrible. I have no idea. Um, I, I guess they've made some upgrades on defense. Their defense is still bad. It's still not good. Their D-line is still pretty bad. And it didn't help that their second-round draft pick is out for the year. Um, but it is what it is. I don't know. I really have no idea what the Bengals are going to do this year. they got a really tough schedule. they got to play you know, the other three teams in their division twice each. Not fun because all three teams are pretty decent. Um, so I don't know. I really don't have a whole lot to say about the Bengals because it's a big question mark. I have no idea what's going to happen. I hope they're good. I'd love to see Joe Burrow play super well, super well like he did last year. You know, people forget he was pretty good last year before he got hurt. Nobody likes to talk about it because they talk about other quarterbacks, whatever. Um, but hopefully Joe Burrow is good this year. We'll see. No idea. I'll say some prayers for it, but I don't know how it's going to work out. So I, I guess I'll go next year and talk about the Ravens. Boring. I, 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 Nobody I cares. Okay. I think so many people care, and I care, so I'm talking about it. Um, the Ravens are a very good football team. Will they win the Super Bowl? I don't know. Will they make the playoffs? I, 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 I would bet on it if, if I was a betting You game. have to say yes or no um, right now. But, Go. Are they making the playoffs? I, I, so I'll continue <laughs> talking about what I was talking about. Um, the Ravens have some holes, though. For sure have some holes. You know, How good can the D-line be? Judon is not there anymore, um, and he's a big disruptor. I'm actually not a big Judon fan. Um, it's funny, Trevor, that you like him a lot. Um, I think I've talked about it on here. I'm not like an enormous Judon fan. And definitely, I think it was a good decision for him to walk and take his money and go. Um, but, you know, how are they going to do? How will that defensive line do? Uh, the Ravens secondary might be the best in the NFL. Uh, they have fabulous, fabulous cornerbacks and safeties. Um, can Lamar throw the ball really, really well at high capacities? I don't know. 
I think he has the ability to do better than he's done in throwing. Uh, will it you know, come to fruition is a different question. Uh, and I think many people would dispute that it definitely will not come to you know, fruition here at all. Uh, but the Ravens are a very, very good team. They will be competing. Um, a lot of this depends on how great that running game can be without J.K. Dobbins. I was not a Dobbins believer in the slightest bit coming out of college. Uh, I really didn't want him, and I actually talked extensively on this podcast how I didn't want the Ravens to draft him, and I was proven very wrong. I now am a huge J.K. Dobbins fan. I think he is really, really good, and this would have been a really big year for him. Um, so I'm upset that that you know he's he'll be out for the year. Hopefully back next year better than ever. Uh, but the Ravens will, will win a lot of games this year. Um, I, I If I had to predict, I'd even say that they'll win the division. But the Browns are a very, very, very good football team. As much as I do not like Baker Mayfield and I don't think he's good, the Browns are probably the most talented team in football, uh, you know, on paper at the least. So, and, and you know, speaking to their talent, I, they're a very, very good football team. I think they will also be competing for the division. Uh, but Trevor, I'll, I'll pass it on to you to talk about uh, whether it's the Browns or Steelers, whoever you'd like to talk about. I won't be talking about the Steelers. They just are terrible. Okay. So. <laughs> okay, well, I think quickly, just to, uh, kind of some of the points you made about the Ravens, I think, yes, like J.K. Dobbins is absolutely a pretty big loss. Um, I, I think he also is going to have a pretty good year. I, I think he's a very good running back. Uh, you know, but I think Gus Edwards with when you have Lamar Jackson as your quarterback, I think most competent running backs could do well, honestly, because I think Lamar Jackson is just such a threat uh, running as well. And just like the versatility there, I think can really help running backs out a lot. So I think Gus Edwards is still going to be uh, very solid for the Ravens. Not quite what J.K. Dobbins would have been, but I think he'll be solid. And I also just love the Ravens secondary. I think their secondary is probably the best in the NFL. Uh, this article I'm looking at here has their secondary number one. So I think that's a big strength for them. Um, now with the Steelers, I'll talk about them, uh, <laughs> Brandon. Um, the Steelers... Uh, conversely, you know, I've been, obviously I'm not, I don't like the Steelers. I, I don't, obviously that's been known if you listen to, uh, I have a theory. I don't NFL. think anyone likes them. I don't think they actually have fans. I think they're AI robots. So well, tinfoil hat time on the small dollar <laughs> podcast right now. Well, they, well, they definitely have a lot of fans. I think some of their fans listen to this podcast. Um, but with the Steelers, I think my bias might, um, put them down further than they really should be. Because although they have offensive line issues, um, I think they're one. I mean, they have one of the worst offensive lines in the league. Um, despite that, they still have a lot of talent um, outside of that. Obviously, their receiving core is one of the best in the NFL. When you have Claypool, Deontay Johnson, uh, they still have Juju. That's one of the best receiving cores. That uh, obviously Eric Ebron just to, you know put on top of it. One of the best receiving cores. Obviously, the defense is still very good as well. Um, you look at like the the front seven is very solid, so I think that's strong for the Steelers. I think their defense is going to keep them in, you know, mo most if not all games. Um, but obviously, the key there is can Big Ben at this age get them over the top in certain games where they're, you know, fighting for playoff spot? Because I think they will be fighting for a playoff spot, and I, I don't think they're going to make it. To be honest, I I think that. They'll be in the mix. Obviously, when you have Mike Tomlin, you're always going to be in the mix, and I think games will be close. But I don't know if Big Ben is going to be able to, you know, in in like a uh, you're down three points and you have to drive, you know, 65 yards to beat the Baltimore Ravens in whatever week, and you're I don't know, and and this is a win you have to get to make the playoffs. I don't know if they can do that against that Ravens defense. I don't I don't believe in Ben enough at this stage to do that. So there definitely are concerns. Uh, they were the Steelers, but I don't want to go too down on them. I think they're right around 
the middle, maybe eight wins, maybe like an eight nine season for Pittsburgh. Yeah, no, we'll have to see. Uh, I, I'm, you're just, that win amount is higher than my wins. If I had to make a projection, I think that you know uh, it'd probably be about maybe one or two wins. I, I think they could pick maybe one or two up against the Jeez. Bengals. That would be my my definitely unbiased prediction uh, of of the Steelers. Ben, do you want to handle the Browns? Do you want? To, I guess I kind of already talked about them, but I'm refusing to talk about the Browns. I don't want to do it. All right, I I'll do a little full in depth on the Browns then. Um, like I said, the Browns are a very 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 talented team. They will be competing for the uh, the division for sure. Um, and if I was a betting man, I'd, I'd even bet on them making the playoffs. Um, but I. I, I think the Browns also have a lot of holes, especially ones that I think Browns fans don't see. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I have absolutely no faith in, um, in the slightest bit at all. Uh, you know, maybe he changes that opinion of mine this year. Uh, it definitely is possible. Uh, but the Browns got a harder schedule than they do la- since last year. It's not impossible at all. It's, it, in fact, I don't even think it's super difficult, but it's harder than it was last year. Um, and it's it's going to be a different a different time for the Browns. I think they're not going to be playing the Raiders, and if they win thirteen to six, you know that's that's going to matter. It's not going to be that easy this year at all. So it's going to be interesting for the Browns. I think this is going to be a very defining season. I think uh, Andrew Barry, their GM, is very very smart, uh, and not extending Baker was a really big deal. I think that was really really intelligent. This is the year to me where if he plays well enough and they win another 11 games and make the playoffs, you give him the extension. I, it's hard to argue on that, making back-to-back playoffs. We've seen huge improvements in terms of team play. His individual play statistically lacks in many, many, many realms. He does not throw an enormous amount of touchdowns. He averages very low yardage per game. His completion percentage is low. Um, so I think if he makes a leaps and bounds, whether it's in the record department making the same you know, doing the same amount of wins or, or you know, adding to it or, and still making the playoffs, winning a game in the playoffs, stuff like that. Or um, if he makes leaps and bounds in, you know, let's say the team does, you know, however well, it doesn't really matter in, for this argument. And Baker throws 35 touchdowns. His completion percentage goes up to 67%. I can't argue with not extending him, you know. I don't think uh, option number two will happen for sure. I just don't think he's a good enough quarterback in general. Uh, to be you know statistically amazing, but in terms of team play, the team's playing well and he's at the helm. It's hard to argue with that. So I I, I think uh, the Browns have a lot of potential this year. Uh, smart people are behind uh, the team and and they're a very very good football team that will do very very well. But let's move on to the AFC South and Trevor. I'll let you start off with whichever team you so desire to start off with. Yeah, so I'm going to start off with the Tennessee Titans. Um, obviously, they have a high-powered offense ju- again this year, just as they did last year, of course. Um, you know, now with this receiver tandem that they, they're going to have, obviously, it's going to be a very high-powered offense, but the problem is the defense. I mean, we we know this. If you know about the Titans, um, then you know that their defense has some issues, so it's going to be uh, definitely interesting to see. I mean, I know in like the, the front seven rankings, the secondary rankings, the Titans aren't really that high in either of them. Um, but they do still have one of the best running backs in the NFL and Derrick Henry and obviously Ryan Tannehill. We saw him have a really solid year last year. So I think that they're going to win this division. I mean, the division's weak. Don't get me wrong. So like, it's not like that impressive to win the AFC South. It's uh, to me, the worst division in the AFC, um, but I do think they'll win the division. I expect the Titans to win about um, 10, 11 games, I would say, maybe probably like 11-ish. 
and I think Tannehill will have another solid year with Derrick Henry. Um, just completely. Um, I mean, Derrick Henry is just insane. He's he's so good every single year, and I expect him to have another great year. Um, obviously, you know, I think a quarterback's going to win the MVP, as I mentioned with talking about the Bills. I think Josh Allen would probably be my pick if I had to make a bet. But if the quarter, if the MVP wasn't going to be a quarterback, I could potentially see Derrick Henry at least, uh, you know, giving a, I guess making a run for the money, uh, with the other quarterbacks. But other than that, I mean, the defense is going to be the weak point, and that's why I think their ceiling is lower than teams like the Chiefs, the Bills, uh, the Ravens, even the Browns. I think their ceiling is lower than all four of those teams because of the weak points on the defense. So I actually wanted to talk about the Colts. I'm happy you took the Titans. The Colts are another super-duper talented team, and I think this is the year where we take that leap and bound, and they're going to be really, really good. And they won 11 games last year. It's not even like, you know, that they only won seven, eight games. Um, this is the year where I think they win the division and really take over. Uh, Carson Wentz is actually a guy that I actually believe in. Um, I don't think he's amazing, but I, I think he's willing to lead a team and do really, really well. Uh, especially statistically, we've seen Carson Wentz have success in the past. So, uh, in, in my opinion, the Colts win the division this year. Uh, if Wentz, especially if Wentz stays healthy and they play, uh, Wentz has gone through the ringer. He's gotten COVID. He's he's healing off this this long term injury. Um, it seems like he could play Week One. Whether that happens, I don't know. Um, but I have faith in the Colts this year. I, I really do think they're going to be a good team. Uh, an enormous ar- amount of talent around on that team. Um, lots of really, really great players, like Pro Bowl-level players. Um, so, you know, I see the Colts winning another 11-12 games this year and, and winning this division. Uh, ben, any other team you'd like to, you know, kind of piggyback off of or, or whether you want to talk about the Texans or Jags? Yeah, I can talk about the Texans. Um, and honestly, there's not a lot to talk about because they don't have a whole lot on their roster. They're going to be really, really bad. Um, obviously, you got the whole Deshaun Watson thing. Don't know what's going on there. No idea. Um, obviously, you don't have DeAndre Hopkins anymore. You don't have J.J. Watt anymore. I mean, their offense is going to be one of the worst offenses in the NFL, and their defense is going to be one of the worst defenses in the NFL. They're going to have a really hard time winning any games. Now, they're not going to go 0-17. I'm not saying that. But they're not going to win five games. There's no way they win five games in this league. There's no way. Um, and I don't think their division is great. I don't think they have, they're have. they in, like, the toughest division ever. But they're, the Texans are just so bad, and they're such a mess. Um, and they really don't even have a, a good foundation of young players. Um, they have very few first, second round draft picks on their team. Um, they just don't have a whole lot of stars, whether that's veterans or even young stars. Um, they're going to really struggle. And I wouldn't be surprised if you look up day after the regular season's over, after 17 games, and the Houston Texans are in last place in their division. Even with the Jaguars in that division, the Houston Texans are so bad. They're such a train wreck that it's going to be a really, really, really long year for anybody that is somewhat of a fan of this team. Yeah, just just quickly on the Texans. Um, I'm shout out to my guy Warren Sharp. He's one of my favorite uh, football analysts to look at. And I'm looking at this website here where they rank all units for every team. If I go through every unit, the secondary, the Texans are ranked 30th. If I go to the front seven, the Texans are ranked 32nd. Offensive line, the Texans are ranked 27th. You know, and I could go through every single one. They're going to be in the bottom 10. They're just they're they're just so bad from top to bottom. Yeah, you know. Really, it's there's not a lot else to talk about. I think they're the worst team in the league. Um, now with the Jaguars, uh, quickly, and then maybe Brandon, you have some thoughts. 
The Jaguars are going to be interesting as well. Obviously, they just lost, you know, similar to the Ravens, they lost uh, their running back, Travis Etienne, who I think was primed to have a very good season playing with his teammate, Trevor Lawrence. Um, that's a hit to them, obviously. It's just going to be fun to watch Trevor Lawrence play. I think, you know, similarly to the Bengals, you have these young quarterbacks, very talented, um, but they have these offensive lines that have so many issues, and it's like, can they protect the quarterback? And you, you kind of worry. I think maybe the Jaguars at least have a slightly better offensive line than the Bengals, but I don't think it's by a lot. Um, but you, you definitely, I think, worry about there with Trevor Lawrence. You don't want to, obviously, you want to see him succeed in the same way you want to see Joe Burrow succeed. So hopefully that line is kind of able to protect uh, Trevor Lawrence. And if that's the case, I think he can have an awesome rookie year. And the Jaguars could potentially win, you know, seven, eight games. But I am not as hopeful. So I think it's actually going to be a little bit lower than that. I think it's more like five or six. Yeah, no, not not a lot more to say on, on this division. Let's keep on moving along to the AFC West, where we have, in my opinion, one of the best teams in the league, the Kansas City Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, and Broncos. Um, and to me, this is not a super great division, but I want to talk about the Chargers because I want to talk about someone, even though, Ben, it's your birthday, i got to just upset you just a little bit. Uh, got to talk about Justin yeah. Herbert. I, I love Justin Herbert. He was my fantasy quarterback last year. I, I think he's in a, a good offense to thrive. This team is not a fabulous football team. Uh, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, they have some good receivers. Hunter Henry um, obviously left. He's now on the Patriots, who paid him way too much money. Um, so, you know, that's a big weapon that, that uh, Henry won't have there. Obviously, Austin Eckler is still there. Great, great running back on pass-catching situations and, of course, running in between the guards. Or, excuse me, guards and tackles. I, I, I think that uh, this is a good football team, but not a great football team. Um, I didn't want to just take the Chiefs and say how great they're going to be, but really, this division to me is pretty weak. I, I really don't think the Raiders, Chargers, or Broncos are that good. I do think the Chargers will come in second, potentially can compete for a playoff spot, but I find it pretty unlikely uh, that they do so. Uh, so Chargers, they, they have a lot of talent on their team, uh, a couple more pieces, and I really think, you know, I think they're probably one to maybe two years away from really competing for playoff spots consistently on a year-by-year basis. Um, so we'll have to see. I, I'll, I'll predict they win nine games this year. Um, and Trevor, I'll, I'll let you, you know, go up next and you can decide whatever team you so desire to talk about. Yeah, so I actually would like to talk about the Raiders today. Um, the Raiders are a team that I was kind of high on last year. I watched them in a couple games and I thought they looked pretty good. I also was higher than Derek Carr, and I know you are, Brandon. Uh, when we did our QB rankings, I think I had him in my top 10. Uh, probably a little higher than he should have been. But I still think Derek Carr is a very solid option at quarterback. He's not going to wow you. He's not going to like throw these 50-yard bombs or these sidearms. or you know He's not going to do all this fancy stuff. But I think he is a very solid option um, at quarterback. I think he's you know he doesn't turn the ball over a ton. I think he's relative pretty accurate overall and I think he's probably um at least an either average or slightly above average at the quarterback position uh that's gonna be interesting um but I think the the main weak point really with the Raiders is the coaching the coaching is arguably I mean not the worst in the NFL because you have teams like the Jets you have you know you have other teams like the Texans but the Raiders the coaching is definitely a point where you have to worry about them and it's really the main thing that is going to prevent me from ever picking the Raiders to make the playoffs, to be honest with you. But I do think, you know, they have some interesting uh, weapons on offense. Obviously, we know Darren Waller. And like I said, I'm a little higher on Derek Carr than maybe uh, the normal person is. Obviously, Josh Jacobs, you know, has is 
disappointed a little bit, I would say. So we'll see um, as the offense. With the defense, they have a weak secondary, though. Their secondary is one of the worst in the league. Obviously, that was taken advantage of multiple times. I mean, the Bucks just completely, um, you know, laid up. I think it was like 48 points on them. So that's a little bit of an issue there. But I do think the Raiders are a little better than people think they are. But again, the coaching there is probably too much to overcome. Um, yeah, no, the, I think the Raiders are not good at all, uh, mainly because of their coach, John Gruden. John Gruden's an atrocious coach. He's just not a good football coach in the slightest bit. He won one Super Bowl, and then everyone thought he was a god at coaching. Uh, and they probably could have won like 10 or 11 games if it wasn't for John Gruden uh, and his awful coaching strategies. Uh, I have no faith in the Raiders. I don't think they'll win. Uh, they definitely won't be competing for a playoff spot. I don't think they're going to win too many games. They, I mean, they'll probably win seven games is my guess. Uh, ben, any any team you specifically want to talk about? Yeah, I'll talk about the Denver Broncos. Um, they're Denver Broncos are interesting because they could be good. They could also be really bad. I have no idea, and it doesn't help they got to play the Chiefs twice because that's probably two L's. More than likely, that's two L's. Okay, but they. I mean, obviously, we know they have a good defense, right? They still have Von Miller. They have a good defense. They have a really good defense, actually, um, and they have some playmakers on the offense, right? I mean, they have Melvin Gordon. They have Jerry Judy. They have uh, what? What's the tight end's name? Brandon. I had him on my fantasy team last year. What's his name? I I honestly do not Noah remember. something. I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah, Noah Fant. Thanks, Brandon. You're Noah supposed Fant to be my fantasy Iowa. guy. Um, yeah, Noah Fant. So they have playmakers, okay? But if Teddy Bridgewater is their quarterback, I don't know, man. I just don't have a whole lot of faith in Teddy Bridgewater being able to lead a team to the playoffs. Um, again, their division's not great. We just I mean, we just talked about how the Raiders are not going to be good, Chargers, whatever. Um, Broncos have an opportunity to, to make the playoffs or maybe even just get some wins, but... I just don't know. I don't know if I have a whole lot of faith in Teddy Bridgewater as a you know a franchise quarterback in the NFL. He just hasn't shown me a lot over his career. He's he's been a guy that can fill in, but I can't see him leading a team um, to winning a majority of a 17 game season. So so I mean their defense might keep them in some games, but their offense probably isn't going to help them win a whole lot of games. Um, they're going to have some issues. They'll probably be a middle of the pack team in the NFL probably all year. Uh, so the one team we haven't talked about is the best team in prom- arguably the, the league, the Kansas City Chiefs, backed by Mahomes, Kelsey, of course, Tariq Hill. Uh, fabulous offense, great offensive line. It's got Orlando Brown Jr. from the Ravens, which was upsetting that that's who they dealt them to. Um, but a fabulous, fabulous football team. They'll be competing for a Super Bowl this year. Honestly, not an enormous amount to say about them. As long as they have Mahomes, they'll be competing for at least – conference championships in my opinion i mean anything else you guys want to add in about the chiefs before we move on to the nfc (laughs) they're gonna be good thank you ben uh that is really good analysis there uh trevor anything else you want to add in about the chiefs yeah i mean as you kind of mentioned they definitely made some strides with their offensive line i mean here and this has surprised me but on uh revamped it completely yeah i mean they're ranked in this article i'm looking at here they're ranked sixth, the sixth best offensive line maybe that's a little high I, i don't know but they definitely did a lot to turn it around for sure um so next up i mean we'll we'll keep on heading along to the nfc uh, and we have the East, which is the Washington football team, the Giants, Cowboys, and Eagles. Uh, so, I mean, most people consider this division one of the worst in sports, and really it is. But I want to talk about the Washington football team. This is another team that is heavily, heavily talented. Um, they are missing one big piece, which is the quarterback position. However, this year they have Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now, I'm not this enormous Ryan Fitzpatrick 
fan, but Ryan Fitzpatrick led the Dolphins to 10 wins last year, and this team is a hell of a lot better in terms of talent uh, than the the Miami Dolphins. Uh, it says here Ryan Fitzpatrick had the sixth highest QBR last season, um, and you know added that they have Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin on that offense. Um, really, really good skill position players. Antonio Gibson bound for another really, really good season. The Washington football team is going to win 10 games this year. I'm going to say it. They are going to win 10-plus games this year. They will win this division, and I actually have a lot of faith in the team as a whole. I love Ron Rivera. I think he's a fabulous coach. Um, so I, I, I think that, that this team is bound for success this year, 100%. Uh, Trevor, I'll let you go up next. Yeah, so I actually want to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, they're the team that's probably most interesting to me, even though they might actually be the worst. Um, but I just, I don't know. I, I've kind of been rooting for Jalen Hurts ever since I've declared that Jalen Hurts was going to be the better Alabama quarterback as opposed to Tua. I'm now a Jalen Hurts fan as a result of it. Um, and I, I think they have some interesting weapons on offense. Obviously, it's a very young offense. You know, a lot of first, second-year players. Um, obviously, they got Jalen Rager. They got Devontae Smith. Um, obviously, Miles Sanders is a very interesting running back. Um, that could, you know, that I think in fantasy, um, a lot of people are talking about Miles Sanders. I think he's kind of a little bit of a hot pick in fantasy. So I think their offense could be decent. I mean, their offensive line isn't bad. It's it's like at least average. It's not like a bad offensive line um, in a lot of the, the rankings and projections I'm seeing. And I think with Jalen Hurts, you know, kind of the, obviously, uh, the ability to obviously run, be mobile. You have Jalen Raker and Devontae Smith there. So many great weapons for him. I think the offense could make a lot of noise. Uh, the problem is the defense, and particularly the secondary. You have guys like Darius Slay, for example, who we saw constantly kind of picked on uh, by opposing quarterbacks. I think that will continue uh, this coming year, and I think the defense is definitely a big weak point for Philly, definitely in particular their secondary, so that's going to be interesting. I think between them and the Giants, one of those teams is going to be the worst in the NFC East. Both of them will probably be somewhere around like five wins, I would say. Ben, what do you think? Yeah, I'll talk about the Cowboys, formerly known as America's team, no longer America's team. Um, I mean, obviously, I guess the biggest question would be, how is Dak Prescott going to do? I think he'll be fine. Obviously, you know, he snapped his ankle like a thousand different ways last year. I think he'll be fine. I'm not worried about his ankle. I think he'll be okay. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he'll be fine. Um, he's got good playmakers, right? Like, they have CeeDee Lamb, they have Amari Cooper. If he can get them the balls in space, they'll be fine. And I think he can do that. I'm not worried about Dak Prescott playing this year. I think he'll be the Dak Prescott that we're used to seeing. Um, obviously, Ezekiel Elliott's an issue. He just hasn't really been the same. We've talked about that on this podcast. He hasn't been the same. Obviously, his rookie year was great. He was on my fantasy team, part of the reason why I got to the championship game. Um, but he just hasn't been the same the last couple years. And it's, a, I mean, running backs don't last forever, but I think people expected him to be better than where he is now at this point in his career. Um, so if, if Ezekiel Elliott can, can be the, the Zeke Elliott that we saw three, four years ago, Cowboys can make some noise because, like we said, this division is not good. Um, it's not good at all. So the Cowboys can make some noise, and they have the potential. Now, their defense isn't great. It's not bad. It's not great. Um, but they have playmakers. They they can make the playoffs. The Cowboys can make the playoffs. Do I think they'll win the division? I don't know. Um, not like the football, Washington football team's a powerhouse. I have no idea. Um, so there's definitely some questions with the Cowboys. I would like to see them not make the playoffs. No, I don't really care. Like It doesn't matter to me. Um, they can't go 8-8 eight eight this year, which I guess is a positive for them, which means they'll probably have to go 8-9 this year instead of 8-8. Eight eight. Um, but I don't know. It 
if if Dak Prescott's their biggest concern, I think they'll be okay. Because again, I don't think he's going to be terrible. I think he will be fine. I'm not worried about his ankle. I think he's had plenty of time to heal. Um, it seems like he's ready to go. He's 100. So it, again, if he's their biggest issue, then they should be they should be just fine and and maybe even you know slip into a wild card spot. Uh, so the one team we haven't talked about, the New York Giants. Uh, the Giants are a dumpster fire, if I'm just being honest with everyone here. Uh, supposedly the coaching staff does a lot of weird things in practice, and they've had players retire because they hate it so much. Uh, very, very weird stuff going on there. The, the one beam of light they have is Saquon Barkley, and Saquon Barkley is on my main fantasy team. I pray he does really, really well. That will make me a much happier man. Um, so I, I hope Saquon can do well. Really not a lot more I can mention on the Giants. Anything else you guys want to add on any team in this division or the Giants before we move on to the NFC North? Yeah, I just think uh, between who wins the division between the Cowboys and Washington is going to be interesting. I kind of already gave my take on that a few weeks ago, and I, I still stand by that. I think the Cowboys, ultimately, I trust a little bit more than Washington, but I definitely you know see kind of some of the points you made about all of the talent that Washington does have, so I wouldn't be surprised if they won it either. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Next up, we have the NFC North, another very, very interesting division with a lot of drama this offseason. We saw the Lions get a new quarterback, in my opinion, a downgrade uh, to Derek Go- or Jared Goff, not Derek Goff. Uh, the Packers, Aaron Rodgers hates them, uh, but is coming back for one more run after his M- MVP season. Uh, we got the Bears with Justin Fields, uh, the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, uh, might be out potentially all the time with COVID. We don't know. Uh, so a lot of parity in this conference. Uh, I, I'm not going to start this one off, Trevor. I'll let you start this one off. Uh, and there's a lot to talk about in this one. Yeah. In this division. I think I have to start with the Chicago Bears. I mean, I now live in the Chicago metropolitan area. I'm about 20 miles away from downtown. I think I have to do it. I hear uh, Bears fans talk about them in the office every Monday through Friday, every day, basically. So with the Bears, um, I think there's got to be hope when you have Justin Fields, a quarterback that I think we all believe in. Now, you have a coaching staff who is not starting him at least week one. Andy Dalton's going to be the starter, which I personally think is not the right decision. I think you just put him out there. He's uh, gives you the best chance to win. I think Justin Fields should be starting from week one. Uh, there's no way that Andy Dalton is as good as Justin Fields. I just don't see it. So I would put out Justin Fields there. Um, Now, the main concern, well, I guess you could argue coaching the organization could be the main concern, but the other main concern as far as on the field specifically is the offensive line. Uh, The article I'm looking at on Sharp Football Analysis is has the Bears uh, the 26th best offensive line. Obviously, isn't good. Um... So that's going to be something to worry about. I think Justin Fields would give them a better chance. If he is out there, you know, he can get out of the pocket. He can make plays, make throws on the run. I mean, we saw, all, obviously, all the talent at Ohio State last year. Um, with the defense, I think that, um, with, you know, the, de- the defense has been pretty good the last couple of years, one of the better defenses. I think it may have taken a little bit of a step back here. Um, now, it's been interesting because Khalil Mack, when he came to Chicago, he was hyped up. He was supposed to be this really good player, and he still is, but it's kind of going under the radar, and I think that's really because uh, the defense around him maybe hasn't been quite as good as they're supposed to be. I still think Khalil Mack is one of the better defensive players in the NFL for sure. 
Um, but I think it's really going to be like if the Bears defense can keep them in games and Justin Fields can put them over the top, obviously, you know, you you have a guy like Allen Robinson. You have a tight end that I really personally like, Cole Komet. I'm hoping for a big leap from Cole Komet at tight end for the Bears. And I think Justin Fields can get them over the top in some of those games, even if the offensive line has problems. I think he can do enough to get them over the top. Will they make the playoffs? It's going to be the tough it's going to be very tough because I think there's a lot of good teams in the NFC, but when you look at the Bears, they were 9 and 7 last year. Why can't they be just as good if not better if they have a better quarterback? So, it's going to be interesting, but I see them being, you know, right there on the edge of will they make the playoffs, will they not? I think it's going to be very close. Yeah, so I agree with everything you said about the Bears. Um I I'm a huge huge Justin Fields fan. Uh, that's a conversation for another day. I'll start off with the Detroit Lions, who are also, frankly, a dumpster fire. Uh, not a lot of good things to say about the Detroit Lions. Uh, big downgrade at quarterback off is not nearly as good as Stafford. I'm a huge, huge Stafford fan and not a big golf fan at all. Big upgrade for the Rams, who we'll talk about in a little bit here. Um, but uh, the Lions have some talent, but they're in a rebuilding year. That's that's kind of the, the end of it there. They went 5-11 and last year with Stafford. This year is not looking any better in that realm in terms of wins. Um, Going to be a very, very rough season for the Detroit Lions. Uh, ben, who, who would you like to talk about next? I can talk about the Packers. Um, we obviously already know a lot about them because they've been one of the biggest teams that have been talked about in this offseason. But they got Aaron Rodgers back. They have Devontae Adams back. They still have Aaron Jones as a solid running back. I mean, they're going to be good. We know they're going to be good. Obviously, they're probably still, and rightfully so, the favorites in this division. Um, do I think that they're going to win the Super Bowl? I would say no. I'm leaning towards no. No, I have no idea. There's, I still think they're a top five to seven team. Um, but they definitely have some questions. I'm not saying they're they're a perfect team by any means. Nobody's a perfect team, um, and they still have a strong defense. But I don't know. I don't know. Again, do I think they win the division? Yeah. Do I think they're going to be the best team in the NFL when the season's over? I do not. Now, any team with Aaron Rodgers on your team, I think you have a, you have a better chance than not of of being a top three team in the NFL. But for whatever reason, I don't know. I understand they went to the NFC Championship game last year. They have the reigning MVP and Aaron Rodgers on their team. They have probably the best wide receiver in Devontae Adams. I just, for whatever, for whatever reason, have – I don't know. I just don't have a good feeling about the Packers. I don't think they're going to be this unstoppable team that nobody can beat. I guess there's never a team like that in the NFL. But I don't think I'm as high – my point is I don't think I'm as high on them as a lot of people are. I don't see them as a top three, top even maybe top four team in the NFL this year. For whatever reason, maybe it's just the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. I understand they got it figured out, but I think part of that might still have an effect on the season. We'll see what happens. I still think they'll win the division, but I do not think that they're gonna even win the NFC. If we're being completely honest, Trevor, if you want to wrap up this division, yeah, I mean, and just to go quickly with the Packers, I think um, the, I mean the biggest thing with the Packers is they have to get pressure on the quarterback, like. They are, I mean, their defensive line is one of the worst probably in the league. I mean, they're, they're ranked 20th on this list as far as the front seven, at least. Um, but I see a stat here that says they generated a pressure rate of just 39.8%, which ranked 27th in the NFL. So obviously have to get pressure on the quarterback, but their offense is still one of the best uh, in the NFL, probably top three. Um, obviously with Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, it's going to be very good. They have a good offensive line. 
uh, with the Vikings, the last team that we have been talked about. The Vikings are, you know, they're the Vikings are a team that really goes under the radar because you have teams like the Packers, the Bears, that are talked about much more, and of course, all the other teams that you have to talk about. The Vikings go way under the radar. The Vikings are a team that they always seem to just be like like average. Like they're never like super bad. They're never super good. They're just kind of there. They're in the mix. Kirk Cousins is like a fine quarterback. He he's a decent one. He's not he's not bad. He's not gonna make a ton of mistakes, but he's also not gonna do a ton of amazing things. He's just fine. And I think that's kind of the theme with the Vikings. The one player they have that does wow you is Dalvin Cook, obviously, because he is one of the best running backs in the NFL. Some people would argue he is the best, obviously, in fantasy. Um, you know, he's one of the top players that's gonna be taken. So Dalvin Cook um is a huge difference maker for them. He could potentially lead them to the playoffs. I think there is a world where the Vikings do make the playoffs. But I think there's uh, too many things that ultimately will hold them back. I think they're just there aren't a lot of separators on defense um, that can potentially uh, uh, help them when they really need their defense to get a stop. I don't know if I trust it enough. Um, but again, Kirk Cousins is decent. Obviously, Justin Jefferson, if he can make another leap. The offense could be um, good, maybe even great. Um, but I, I just don't see them when you look at, again, I just think the NFC is so good. I think there's a lot of good teams that I don't know if the Vikings can get that seventh wildcard spot. I just don't see it. Yep. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Next up, we have the NFC South. Uh, what's interesting about this division is I think the top two teams, I think the bottom two teams got better and the top two teams, none of which got better. They either stayed the same or got worse. And obviously we have the defending champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, not that they got worse. They brought everyone back, which is amazing. I just don't think they got overly better. Um, and the Saints obviously got worse in the sense that they lost Drew Brees. Uh, but, Charles, I'll let, you, I'll let you start off here. Yeah, so... I, I know you got something to say about the Bucs. Yeah, I mean, I got to start with the Bucs. Um, so, on paper, everything looks great. You know, you look at they return all 22 starters. I don't, I don't think that's ever been done from, like, a Super Bowl team. It's very rare. Um, obviously, they had, a, they had a very good end to the season, not a, not a very good start to the season last year. Obviously, the chemistry, the stuff, there wasn't really an off season, obviously, because of COVID. Um, so Brady, you know, coming to Tampa, couldn't get a lot of chemistry with the receivers. We saw a lot of rough patches in those early games, especially with Brady, with the receivers, a lot of moments like that. But when they got clicking, it really started working uh, the last six, seven games of the season. And on, then obviously the playoff run was very good. Um, in the Super Bowl, Tom Brady pl- probably played his best game all season, which is obviously a good time to play your best game. Um, and the defense, um, partic- well, the defense was good pretty much all season. But I would say the secondary really showed up in a big way in the playoffs, whereas I couldn't help but occasionally yell at the TV <laughs> at certain points at the secondary, like I often do, uh, like I often have done with the Patriots in years past. Um, but I think their secondary is still really good. It's still a top 10 secondary, probably. And if you look at every single unit with the Patriots outside of the running backs, uh, you can argue that all of their units are top 10 besides the running backs. So that's very good. Um, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about the contenders, talking about like who I think is the best in the top five. But the Bucks are going to be a very good team. I don't see why they shouldn't be as good or better than last year. But there's also kind of the case of like, is it all too good to be true? You know, and there's just a little bit of worry, like, obviously injuries could happen at any point, but they can happen with any team. But there's a little bit of that feeling I have of, like, is it too good to be true? 
So uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about the Carolina Panthers, who got Sam Darnold. Uh, we actually have the doppelganger here today of Sam Darnold. Um, our co-host, Ben O'Brien, looks identical to him. Um, I, I like the Panthers this year. I think they got better. Darnold is a good pickup. Um, you know, I got Roddy Anderson with him. Uh, they've built a connection in the past for New York, a team significantly worse than this Panthers team. CMC is still there. I, I have faith in the Panthers, not necessarily to make a playoff spot, but to get make a big leap. Five wins last year. I expect that number go, to go up to seven or eight this year and make a nice, nice, big, big leap. Um, and Darnold might be their forever quarterback. You know, he's in a better situation than he was before. Um, I do still believe in Darnold, uh, and we'll, we'll kind of have to see where that goes. Uh, ben, I'll let you go up next. Yeah, I'll talk about the Saints. Um, obviously, Drew Brees isn't there anymore, but I I think Jameis Winston is good enough, and they have, I think they have enough talent where they can make the playoffs. Now, then, I don't think they're going to win the division with you know the, the Buccaneers in there, but I think they're good enough to win whatever it takes to make playoffs nine eight games maybe um i think that they can do that i think Jameis winston is good enough and i think that he will not throw 30 interceptions this year i don't think there's any way he'll throw that many i think he's obviously he's in a good organization with a good coach i think he's learning or he's probably getting better he's learning more about the quarterback position under sean payton um and they still have Taysom hill i guess he's not their starting quarterback but he's still i've been saying this for five years he's, he's probably the most athletic person in the nfl um, he can seriously play almost any position on the field. I think he'll be a, he'll be a good weapon for, for them to have. Um, obviously, they still have Michael Thomas, who he's had some injury issues, but I, I, I think that he's still you know a really good receiver. I think he's still going to be a very valuable weapon for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they still have a, a decent defense, and what, by when I say decent, I mean good enough to a defense that can take them to the playoffs. Again, I'm, they're not winning the division. I'm not saying that, but they can win nine games if they have to to go you know above 500 and make the playoffs. With Jameis Winston as their quarterback, and maybe that's something that two years ago or a year ago we we would have said Jameis Winston is incapable of leading a team to the playoffs. I think he's good enough, and I'm trusting that he's gotten better over the last year or so in this organization to where he is able to lead them to a wild card spot. Trevor? Yeah, so I'll go with the Falcons then. Um, I think the Falcons, you know, last year, and I think we've talked about this a couple different times, but the Falcons were essentially the most unlucky team in the NFL last year in that, um, obviously, they, they blew some leads, which they're uh, very accustomed to doing, um, as, as we know. But they, they had a lot of games that were one-score games that they lost, um, which, if you flip some of those results, obviously, they can go from a team that was, what were they, 7-9 and nine last year, I believe? They can go to a team that was, yeah, like 7-9, and nine, yeah. Let me confirm that. Yeah. No, they were not seven and nine. They were four and twelve. They felt like a seven and nine team, and they probably should have been at least <laughs> a seven and nine team um, if you flip some of those results. So, I think there's some intrigue there um, with the offense. Obviously, Matt Ryan is a decent quarterback, and yes, they did lose Julio Jones, but you know you add a guy like Kyle Pitts, and they still have some other weapons there like Calvin Ridley as well. I still expect their offense to be very good. Uh, the defense is is a little bit more of an issue there, but I think the Falcons could be interesting. If I was trying to find like a sleeper, like a team that could improve their win total by like four or five games, given that the Falcons are four and twelve, not seven and nine, I could totally see uh, the Falcons winning like four or five more games than they did last year, which would bring them to like eight and nine. I think that's totally reasonable. And if they somehow snuck into the playoffs, it wouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world. I mean. 
you know, I, I think Ben was talking about the Broncos earlier, but if I'm trying to pick like a sleeper, a team that maybe could really take a massive improvement and somehow sneak in the playoffs, I think the Falcons and Broncos are both candidates for that. Next up, and lastly, definitely not least in the slightest bit, is the NFC West. Probably one of the best divisions in sports. Um, and I'll start this off with the Los Angeles Rams. They are my pick to win the division this year. A huge upgraded quarterback with Matt Stafford. High-powered quarterback that can throw the ball really, really well. It's a lot of good weapons on that team. They have good defensive players, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. Um, lots of talent on the Rams. I expect them to be competing for a Super Bowl this year. Um, I have them winning 12, maybe even 13 games. I'm very, very high in the Rams this year. I have a lot of faith in the team, a lot of faith in Sean McVay. Um, and I think this is going to be a very, very, very successful season for the Rams um, coming up here. Uh, ben, you know, I'm going to let you go next, and you get to pick what team you'd like to talk about. Yeah, I want to talk about the Arizona Cardinals because I think Kyler Murray is really, really good. And I'd say one calendar year ago from today, probably la- this time, let's say, I don't know, September 5th, 2020, I would have said, I don't have faith in Kyler Murray. But watching, I watched a decent amount of his games last year. I was so impressed by him. Um, and again, I didn't think he'd be a great NFL quarterback, but if he's playing like he did last year, especially towards the beginning of the season before he kind of fell apart down the stretch, I have a lot of faith that even in probably what is the hardest division in the NFL, I think Kyler Murray can win a lot of games for his team. Um, I think he's that good. I really have a lot of faith in him. I think he's got everything that you need to have uh, in an NFL quarterback, especially in today's world. He can throw the ball downfield. He's got a really strong arm. He's very accurate. And he's he's really fast. He's got great legs. So um, I have a lot of faith that he can lead this team to a better record than what they went last year, which was 8-8. Eight and eight. I think they can easily win 10 games. Even in this division, I still think they can do it. Obviously, they added J.J. Watt on their defense. Now, is he the J.J. Watt from seven years ago? No, but he's still a good player, and he's a very smart defensive player, very valuable asset to that defense. Um, they have DeAndre Hopkins, who's had some injury issues, but he still should be a top five to ten wide receiver in the NFL. Um, and, hey, they even added A.J. Green. Is A.J. Green good? Eh. But, again, he's a smart player. He knows how to play the position of wide receiver. He could be a valuable asset to that offense as well. Um, I really do have a lot of faith, and I'm putting a lot of stock in the Arizona Cardinals to, to win a good amount of games this year, and I would say definitely make the playoffs. Again, hopefully hopefully they don't they don't kill me and I sound like an idiot, but I am very high on the Arizona Cardinals, mainly because I'm very high on, on Kyler Murray, and I really do think he is he is one of the best players in the NFL, and I think he'll show that this year. I fully agree. Trevor, up next, Seahawks, Niners, who would you like to talk about? Yeah, so I'm going to go with the Niners, and really, just quickly, everything you said about the Rams, I agree with Brandon, so I just wanted to mention that. I think they're the best team in this division, but I think there are a couple other teams that are definitely going to keep it close. One of them is the San Francisco 49ers. Um, That's who I'm most interested in right now. Um, I think that, obviously, you have the QB situation. Everyone's talking about it. Jimmy G., um, you know, who, who's it going to be? Is it going to be him or Trey Lance? Obviously, Kyle Shanahan, he's getting a lot of hype, a lot of people, you know, singing uh, the praises of Kyle Shanahan. Obviously, this team did just make the Super Bowl um, two years ago, two seasons ago, obviously, and they had a lot of injuries last year. They went 6-10. and 10. If you kind of factor in R8, now if this is a healthy San Francisco 49ers team, you know, how good can they be? And a lot of people really like them. I see a lot of people... Uh, saying the San Francisco 49ers can win the division. I'm not quite that high on them. Um, Again, I I just think the Rams are too good. But it's going to be interesting. I think Jimmy G should be the quarterback from week one. Will he be the quarterback the whole season? Um, Who knows? I think it's going to be interesting. Trey Lance, 
uh, clearly has a lot of potential there. Um, you know, we'll just have to see um, how that takes place because I would say that right now Jimmy G is the more ready quarterback for the 49ers as far as getting them to a potential Super Bowl, getting them back there. And also you look at, you know, kind of how I mentioned with the injuries there, I mean, their receiving core is a really good one that uh, Jimmy G has to throw to. You have George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and Debo Samuel, who were only on the field together for four games last year. So if you are under the assumption that, okay, they're going to play potentially 16 or 17 games together, they should be a lot better. And this should be a pretty solid offense for the 49ers. Obviously, you got Raheem Mostert in the backfield, too, and a defense that was very good two years ago. Will it be that good? Probably not. But if it can at least be like, I don't know, uh, a top 10, top 12 defense, then maybe that's enough if if the offense is one of the better ones in the league. So they're going to be an interesting team. Uh, last up here, we got the Seattle Seahawks, another very, very good football team, won 12 games last year. I expect similar success. Russell Wilson um, is an excellent, excellent player, as we all know. Um, I think the defense is getting better day by day. Um, they've had some good additions. And uh, it's it's a team that I think will make the playoffs. They will have success. Will they be able to compete with the Packers or Buccaneers or Chiefs? Probably not. Um, but it's a very, very good football team uh, that I expect to win a lot of games. Anything else you guys want to add before we kind of talk about contenders and wrap up the pod for today? I think that's about it. All right. So, Trevor, I'm going to you first. G- give me your top three here contenders. Okay? Top, give them top three. I want one to be who you think is winning the Super Bowl. Okay, should I give uh, should I give brief explanations or should I just say it and then we'll go from there? I uh, you, you can give some explanations. Okay, so my top three in order: I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers number one, the Kansas City Chiefs number two, and the Los Angeles Rams number three. Um, I think these teams are all very strong, very capable of winning for different reasons. I think the Bucks. I mean, they're coming off of a Super Bowl again. I said maybe it's too good to be true, but if I'm looking at it on paper. They, they already beat the Chiefs. Yes, the offensive line is much improved, but I don't see why they can't beat the Chiefs again. Um, and I also think that the Bucks are going to have a really strong start this time, which I think gives them a great chance of getting the one seed. And because the one seed has a bye, that obviously is a huge advantage. And then the Chiefs, you know, we, we've talked about them, very talented. They're number two. Uh, and then the Rams, I think, are a slightly better contender than the Packers because I think they're more well-rounded. I don't trust the Packers' defense enough. So they are three for me. So I hate to be boring, but I have the exact same three in that order. Oh, wow. Uh, sadly. Uh, I, I can't understate how good I think the Rams are. Uh, I, I guess I did a lot, of, a lot for them uh, when I talked about them earlier. I really, really, really believe in Stafford. Uh, I, I have a lot of faith in him as a player. And now with actual talent around him, with a good offensive-minded coach, it seems like it's going to come together and be successful. Uh, the Chiefs and, and Buccaneers, to me, are very, very, very close. The only reason I give the Buccaneers the edge is they kept the exact same 22 starters as they had last year. And I just don't think I'm willing to, to bet against Tom Brady as I've continuously done that. And it seems like I'm going to continuously fail doing that. Um, I, I think the Chiefs might be a better team, but I'm just not going to bet against Tom Brady. I have a lot of faith in Patrick Mahomes. He's the best player in football. Uh, they're always going to be competing for Super Bowls with him on their team. Um, so I, I won't say a lot more just because Trevor said a lot of this stuff, and I don't want to be super boring and talk about the exact same stuff he did. Ben, 
you got some parity, you got a different top three. Hopefully the Bengals are not in your top three, as that would be a little bit biased. The Bengals did not make my top three. I, I put them at four, but it was close. Okay. Um, yeah, that's exactly My top three, I got I got the Chiefs at one, mainly because I, I still think they're they're probably the most talented team in the NFL, or at least one of. They have some of the best playmakers in the NFL. They have probably the best offense. They, have the, the, they can score, I think, quicker than any other and more rapidly than any, any other offense in the NFL. Um, and again, everything we know about the Chiefs, they're, they still have it. They're still great. I put the Bucks at two, and again, I thought the Chiefs were better than the Bucks last year. I thought they'd beat him in the Super Bowl. I was wrong. I probably should have learned my lesson with Tom Brady. Um, I have the Bucks at two, and do I think they're going to be as good as they were last year? I have no idea. On paper, it, theoretically, they have all the same players. They should be, um, but until the Bucks prove me wrong, I'm, I'm going to believe that they're still a top, you know, two or three team in the NFL. So I have them at two, and then at three, I, I put. The uh the Buffalo the Buffalo Bills because I think that team last year was so good and it, I think ultimately they just ran into a better team in, in the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I think they could have they could have played with the Buccaneers if they were in that Super Bowl game. I'm not saying they would have beat the Buccaneers, um, but I think the Buffalo Bills are a really 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 good team and I think Josh Allen is a stud. They have an awesome defense. They have great playmakers um, around Josh Allen. They have an awesome coach. Obviously they have amazing fans. I think the Buffalo Bills are a really good team and I I could. Not easily, but I could definitely see them winning the AFC. Would that be an upset? Yeah. Again, I think the Chiefs are better, but I would not be surprised one bit if the Buffalo Bills make it a game in the AFC Championship game with the Chiefs, um, and and they win that game. I mean, seriously, that Buffalo Bills team last year was so good. Brandon, you probably remember, they looked pretty good in that that playoff game against the Ravens. I don't know if you remember that game. I remember that game. Um, They're a good team. They're a really good team. I really do think that they have the potential to be a top three team in the NFL this year. Very, very, very good team. Um, but I think we'll, we'll end the podcast there for our NFL preview. Uh, both conferences, every single team. Next Thursday is the first game. We're very, very excited about that. Um, and we'll be talking about a lot of NFL throughout this entire football season. Um, but with that being th- said, thank you all so much for listening today. We appreciate all the support across all of our podcasts. Of course, follow our Twitter account at the Small Baller or click the link in the description. Um, so you can keep up to date when all of our podcasts come out. It's coming Friday at noon. We will have 5 Seconds of Fame podcast, as always, talking about Big Brother. And then the following Sunday, again, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for this podcast, the Small Brother Podcast. But like I said, with that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Go Falcons!